0: reach
1: for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart.
0: Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Chase Thomas Podcast. The Chase Thomas Podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, welcome back to the Chase Thomas Podcast. We're recording tonight's episode right before tip-off between the Warriors and the Cavs um von johnson is here von digital platforms producer for the philadelphia eagles now good evening how are you
0: i'm good man i'm ready to watch these finals uh i'm also watching arena football i got canadian football on I'm, I'm all football i got all the football going on too so
1: did you say arena football like philadelphia soul does john boat john bon jovi still own uh soul or am i just no, really not, far away
0: not anymore but he did Wait, at one who point who owns them now uh, Ron Jaworski, Kyle Excuse me, Ron Jaworski and a host of others.
1: Ron Jaworski. So is he like all the games? Is he the GM too?
0: He's not the GM, but he's definitely at all the games in the front row, cheering loudly.
1: Was Tony Graziani, Was that his name? Yeah, he was yeah, a former my former quarterback, and also former backup Falcons quarterback in like the early two thousands. I think he backed up Chris Chandler.
0: I I, I think ago. you're right about that. Like before Vic, pre Vic, yes. he was. Yeah, right,
1: Krause Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I did not know arena football still existed. <laughs> well, you know, you're not the only one, unfortunately, but still fun to watch. It's fun, though. Like, I have a, and I'm not trying to be mean, like, I have a signed arena football that my dad caught for me when I was, like, 12, 13, when the Georgia Forest were still a thing, and they were, they were, like, a thing, and then they were not a thing, and then they were a thing again. Like, they've been off and on a, yeah. a ridiculous amount, but fun like it's uh i miss going to those games like they are they're fun
0: yeah they were a good team down there when they were owned by arthur blank who owns the falcons uh they had a nice uh, little squad yeah. down there
1: so oh, yeah they did and there was a co- their coach had a really good football name i think it was like todd plank uh
0: no uh not todd plank it's, it's something plank. plank it's doug plank he used to play for the bears
1: there you go and he yeah, also coached plank. the
0: soul at one point did he really yeah huh. and uh-huh. another fun fact i'm just full of them uh matt Nagy, Uh uh-huh current coach of the bears played for the georgia forest was a quarterback for the georgia forest took him to an an arena bowl.
1: i don't remember that at all oh yeah i remember this because i just i'm just a treasure trove of football knowledge so that's amazing everything comes full circle yeah um and then your soccer team plays atlanta united this weekend i believe uh yeah i believe so they just beat chicago
0: like Little night, last night, night before last So yeah, mm-hmm. things,
1: things, things are looking good Yeah, this too much is going well for Philly Like <laughs> Jake Arrieta is awesome Like you have Nola Like there's just The Phillies are good The Sixers obviously are just I Can you give your 30 second take on the Brian Colangelo stuff Or is that too short an amount of time to comment on the It's actually
0: uh, burner account? I can't take any time on that Because of my professional obligations but it's, it's Oh a, are
1: you not? Even with the Eagles you can't say anything? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, please don't get fired. Vaughn. on. So it, it is I'm going to back away from it. It is an yeah.
0: interesting situation. Let's just say that.
1: Okay. Um, how is Carson Wentz? Good? Ready to go? I know he's good. Okay. They don't tell uh, me anything. <laughs> <laughs> do you see any of the players that often? Or how much do you actually interact with them on a daily basis? Uh,
0: not necessarily interact. I mean, less you mm-hmm. know, more like work purposes. But like, I see them all the time. If they're in the building, we... You know, if we, the cafeteria is only one cafeteria, so the players are in there sometimes, and they're eating, and we're eating with them. So,
1: who eats the most? Who have you walked by and been like, uh, "Holy shit!" I probably what is on this dude's plan? probably me actually. The players they're
0: more worried about their uh, like their diets, trying to stay in good shape, even mm-hmm. the linemen trying to keep a, maintain a nice little weight about them. Uh, mm-hmm. But me, I don't have any of those obligations. So,
1: what is Chris Long eating? I don't I feel like that dude's got to
0: i've never I like i said
1: i'm more focused on what i'm, I'm eating and i'm okay. i'm busting the grub so you know. okay vaughn i have some homework for you before you come on the podcast <laughs> i want some notes on what's going on with the eating habits of the eagles and that could be your next i can tell work. you that they're eating very
0: healthy okay and very very good food like a good good good, mm. good team of chefs that work at the eagles
1: so good cafeteria. take care of you yes well yes
0: but best I've eaten in, in, in my whole life, probably. <laughs> oh, wow. Especially for a okay. job. Especially for a job, I'll say that. Not my whole life, because my mom's cooking is the best. But <laughs> for a job, oh, definitely the best I've ever eaten for the workplace. And it includes Chipotle, which I love Chipotle.
1: Oh, is the best. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre. I, I, I can't believe I'm opening this podcast with him, but he's been in the news a lot recently. He has my favorite tag team finisher in professional wrestling line, right now with uh, Dolph Ziggler, the Claymore, into the Zigzag. Love watching it when they're on Raw every other week, it seems like. He is kind... I think this is the second time I've seen that he's commented on the locker room. Uh-huh. Uh, John Cena's commenting on the locker room now. Um, Why are they annoyed? And also, is this kind of just like... I mean, McIntyre's been around the block, so it's not like he's a young guy anymore. And he's been in different locker rooms. He's been around the globe now. He worked at an Impact. He's he uh he's paid his dues since leaving WWE for the first time. But I just, I kind of roll my eyes at this stuff. But the more people that comment on this, the more I'm kind of interested and kind of just, I don't really get it. Uh, yeah, what what
0: did Drew McIntyre say? I must have missed this. What did he, he say? Was on the
1: Jim Ross report uh, yesterday, I believe, and he um he basically just talked about how like certain guys who've been in the industry before, um like older guys would not like what the locker room vibe and the way I'm paraphrasing. So you. wait, he, he doesn't
0: like the old vibe or he doesn't like the new vibe?
1: He doesn't like the new vibe.
0: And what did you describe the new vibe?
1: It's like a. It's basically the same thing that John Cena is saying, where it's like he feels not to go super cliche, but like no one's really working to grab the brass ring, and Mm -hmm. there's just not a lot of motivation. I think that's the biggest thing. Is like you can tell McIntyre is a motivated guy at this point in his career, and like he had to revitalize his career. Like he got jacked like he's kind of in that Jinder hall thing where he had to work extra hard just to get back to the company and he he has a chip on his shoulder and he's working really hard he wants to make it all work he went back to nxt instead of going back to the main roster and he got an nxt title run and he's one of those guys who clearly has just gotten a lot better um in the last couple of years but he has the fire and i guess he's looking around of like a lot of complacency within the locker room and uh not a fan of it and well, seen a
0: also, is this the thing? These guys are making a lot of money. WWE guys yep. really don't get fired at often When you think about it, I mean, yep. they don't fire guys wholesale like they did like maybe five or six years ago. It's like one or two guys here and there. And that's yeah. mostly because they're not doing anything with them or the contract just expired and they just let them walk after the contract expires a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Drew McIntyre, I mean, it's hard. Here's the thing about WWE as much as John Cena and Drew McIntyre complain about guys aren't reaching for the brass ring. I'm I'm not back there. So I don't know what they 100% mean by that. But WWE really doesn't give guys room to take a lot of chances.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, please tell me you're um subtweeting the uh the writers' skit promo that got leaked this past week of just how much Vince McMahon is still involved and what goes on and what's said and just uh, Did you see that? No, I did not see that. Okay, so basically the promo script got leaked. Yeah, was this Is this a real promo script? or I, yes. I
0: saw one that got leaked out from, uh, I forget, I think it was Slice Wrestling, and apparently mm-hmm. that was fake. Wait, so, is this,
1: was it fake? Is it the same one we're talking about? I'm not sure. It
0: might be. There was one apparently that was out there that was fake. That's not real.
1: Huh. Then I'm not sure anymore. Um, yeah, wait, you, gotta be, you, gotta, you gotta watch before. out for those things. It's the <laughs> writer's promo checklist, and. Is that the one you're thinking of? That Yeah, I didn't I didn't, see either, May yeah, I
0: didn't right. see either one. Yeah, I didn't see either one because I'm scrolling through Twitter and a lot of things going on. But And if it, if I see it's not real, I'm not even going to entertain it. But that's the first I saw that it wasn't real. I didn't see it yeah. with any credence at all. But the thing about that, like I said, WWE is that you got a guy like, let's say, Big Cass who reportedly got in trouble for beating down the Little guy, the Dwarf, that he beat up during the Daniel Bryan promo, where he was making fun of Daniel Bryan. Well,
1: I think he was supposed to, right? But he no, just kept he wasn't going. supposed to. He, he, was supposed to he,
0: was. Over, he was supposed to knock him over, but he wasn't supposed to jump on yeah. and punch him repeatedly. Like yeah. he did. And he wanted to do that. They was like, no, don't do that. And then when he did, when he kind of defied them, he got, you know, reportedly, this all reported that he got heat for it. So mm-hmm. even if you do go kind of off script or do your own thing, you might get heat for it. So I don't, it's hard to 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 really reach for the brass ring when if you Do something that's not what the boss doesn't want you to do. You might get in trouble for it. So I mean, it's I understand where they're coming from. You want guys to go out there and take chances and feel like they're they're doing as much as they possibly can. You don't want a a complacent locker room. You want everybody. You want a competitive locker room. Everybody trying to go for the gusto, go for the quote-unquote brass ring. I hate to use that term again, but to try to be the best.
1: But not I think it's an indictment on the powers that be. And you kind of touched on that a little bit because there's only so much the wrestlers and talent themselves can do. Um because if they there's if you're not getting an opportunity or you're kind of saddled with a bad feud or you're just you never know if you're gonna be on TV each week and all that kind of stuff. I can understand why there's a complacency issue within the locker room, but also it may just like
0: complacency. It may just be like, I don't want to take the chance because I don't want to get fired. So you just yeah. you're
1: scared or like, what Walk do you want me to do? Shows.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm going to do what I told not get heat. And that's it. If I take the chance that I might think, even if I think this is the right thing, like big Cash probably thought that what he did to the little guy, I don't want to say midget, I guess midget, let's say midget was the right thing. He probably thought that was the best for that angle. And it, I didn't see it live. But it might have been. I don't really know, or you know, not know whether that was what, what was best for that angle. But
1: I mean, he got in I, trouble. For I have the, an uh, idea. They shouldn't have done any of it because that whole angle was terrible. And that segment, also, if you go back and watch it, I believe it was like 15 minutes long. Like it got a lot
0: of time. Well, that's that's the main issue. It's too long, especially for a yeah. two-hour two SmackDown. That's 15 minutes. That shouldn't be on that show. <laughs> but exactly. that could be a match yeah. or cut that in half, and, and you still can get the same effect out of it. But yeah, that's that's a tough deal. I mean, I, like I said, I see where Drew McIntyre and John Cena are coming from, but it,
1: it, it's it's easy to John say Cena that in this.
0: it's easy to say that when you're John Cena and you, you got exactly. almost car yeah. blanche. I don't want to say he has total car blanche because still he has an answer to Vince McMahon and, and whoever else. But I'm pretty sure John Cena doesn't want, want to do something. He can at least voice his opinion and not get heat for it because he's John Cena. You could
1: just say no. Right. Like, I guarantee but even if still, they pitched him, like, oh, can you feud with Elias this summer? He's like, no, I'm good. But even, like, okay. if, even if Vince McMahon really wants him to do something, he'll eventually do it. You know, Vince
0: McMahon's still his boss at the end of the day. So they might. Is he, though? I don't yeah, think Yeah, he's, he's still his boss. I don't yeah, know, he is. Man. He's booking the shows. That's just still his boss. He's signing his checks. That's still his boss. If
1: they're basically co workers.
0: He's, <laughs> uh, he's doing what he's told. He, you know, if Vince McMahon wants Ooh. to do something, he will do it. If he really wants it bad enough, I'm pretty sure if Johnson will balk at stuff, you might put up a fuss about something here and there, but he doesn't seem like this kind of guy that's really doing that a lot. But he, if he yeah. does, I'm pretty sure he, he does, and he, he might win some battles, he might lose some battles. I think the same goes with Triple H. I don't think Triple H is back there pulling all the strings any strings that people think. It's still a Vince McMahon show. Triple H might say, hey, I don't think this is a good idea or think this is a bad idea. But at the end of the day, Vince McMahon has final say. No matter right. what anyone thinks. He's final say it's the editor-in-chief, you know, editor-in-chief of the newspaper has final say of what goes, what does and what does not go in the newspaper. No matter what anybody else thinks, he has he or she has final say. And that's what Vince McMahon is. At the end of the day, it falls on him. So, you know, no matter who you are, it has to go through him at the end of the day. So, and if you defy him, he may like it, he may not, depending on how you're feeling that day. If you listen to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, it seems like completely random some things, sometimes how Vincent McMahon feels about certain things. Sometimes he's all for, sometimes he's not. And that just depends on the day and how the wind is blowing.
1: So I it, love that it, you brought up the Vincent McMahon. Thing. Um just you never know what you're going to get because guess what? McIntyre also revealed he found out that he was going to be tagging with Dolph Ziggler the day of. Yeah, and that's that's part of the course. That's that's typical in WWE. Well, that's that's wrong. That's not how you should go about any of this. And do you remember like when Triple H used to talk about like this was a a year, maybe two years ago um it's been a while when he talked about how important and integral it is to not call nxt guys up unless they have a plan for them on the main roster and like not just a plan but like a six month plan like he made it seem like they were being proactive in um every single character that they were hoping to move to the main roster that they were going to have a plan for so they did not flounder once they got to the main roster obviously that never happened and it's we don't know what's going on backstage. We don't know really who to place blame on that. But this year may be the worst ever. And I can NXT tell you who is... to
0: place blame on that. It's Vince McMahon. Like, like, well, we don't know, though. Like, no, it's it be his, not just, his, it's, there's his other show. people involved. If yeah. he wants something to be done, it will get done. If he wants something to have a five-month plan, it will happen that way. But it's not going to happen that way. And it's his thing about WWE, the main roster. They, have, they don't have time like NXT does where they can map out six months because they got a weekly I think you devil. can.
1: That's what you have writers for.
0: Yeah, but apparently things change on the fly, like you just talked about. Which things the change problem, the day that's of. What I'm stuff. saying,
1: yeah, that shouldn't but happen. That that, that falls on one
0: man that doesn't fall yeah. on the writing team. They write stuff probably the weekend before. They probably had the whole show written out the, the, the Friday before.
1: But it's also like they, don't, of, they probably they didn't, didn't even know that things. McIntyre was going to be there. Like right, they didn't right. even know.
0: Yeah, this it, it's is not
1: dumb. right. It's it, it's
0: not like I said. This is how Vince McMahon works. It's not like the writers I, and the writers do come up with some terrible stuff sometimes, but. I do like to think they do plan ahead because any human being would like, any normal human being would like to, but Mr. sometimes can change his mind and, and things happen on the fly and they sometimes book week to week because that's how things, fast things move up there on the main roster. So, you know, like I said, it's really at the end of the day, it's still one man's vision and everybody's kind of placating to that and that one man is missing man
1: it's, it's frustrating, but can I say that the one thing that was kind of underreported on the SmackDown getting... Their gigantic contract with Fox and obviously WWE re-upping with NBC Universal for Raw and all the money that they're getting, the billions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. The one thing that kind of bugged me about all of it was that, um, I know it's a complicated thing, but on one hand, it's good for professional wrestling, I guess that they got these deals because obviously there is still interest and, um, live sports is still just an incredibly valuable asset to, um, people like NBC universal and Fox and other companies like that. But I don't like that WWE basically, and specifically Vince McMahon got rewarded in a major way for the kind of product that he's putting out right now. And I'm worried that we're getting more and more into the basically like the Netflix model where they're just overloading content And not really doing any sort of quality control. And that's always been an issue in professional wrestling, I think. But I think now, (laughs) especially if you look at the way the shows are booked on a week-to-week basis and segment by segment. And characters don't interact with each other. There's just like this block of time. That's how they break it up on YouTube. Where you had this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And they're all separate things. And you don't have to watch the show in total to really have a sense of what's going on. Because there's no three-hour story being told on Monday Night Raw. It's just, here's this for this hour, this for this hour, and if three-fourths of the show really sucks, but they have that one segment that gets a lot of social media play, then it was a successful week for Raw, and they they don't have to really care that much about um, how Braun Strowman's being booked. They don't really have to care that much about what's going on with Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. They don't really have to care about certain stuff like that and how things are being um, perceived and how fans are reacting to a lot of the storylines they're putting out there right now and the, the title scene and everything else because guess what? They just got rewarded. They just got told, you're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing. And I just, I, I, I'm kind of out on that and I wish they would adjust and maybe this will change when Triple H and Stephanie Man take over. But um, that is one thing where I am definitely concerned with SmackDown moving to Fridays and like obviously they're probably going to pull raw talent and we're just gonna have this blend and hodgepodge of characters appearing on both shows and for a company that doesn't know how to really handle um even one show um consistently i don't love the idea of the brand split ending once again and everybody they're just being so many different characters in this free-for-all and so many people getting um lost in the shuffle so if drew mcintyre and john cena are worried about morale and like People just not going after the brass ring just wait until the rosters start blending and there's just like roman reigns on both shows braun Strowman on both shows and just even less of an opportunity for like 70 plus people because they don't release anybody and they only just accumulate more talent They're, they they sign keith lee where does keith lee fit when does ricochet get called up because where is that option where is he gonna fit sanity hasn't even appeared yet like there is just so much talent, which is good. It's a good problem to have. It's better to have too much talent than not enough. But they just—they're overloaded. But they don't have to worry about any of this because they just got a surplus and they just got I'm told, "Great work. Here's even right, more money so for it, five more years."
0: Here's the thing: they didn't get that money because the content is good. Okay,
1: <laughs> it's, I, not, yeah, it's not, not about content. They just have a lot of content. It's not even I'm about saying. a
0: lot of content. They still draw good ratings. Believe it or not, yeah. it's not about. Uh, the content of the show. Clearly, these guys—you got to understand—these are not wrestling fans giving out this money. It's TV execs who, who really aren't really—they don't know about booking or anything. They don't care about that, honestly. They're not—they're not. They're not. Well, Rupert Murdoch said that uh, NBC Universal is
1: embarrassed.
0: Well, they may, they be, embarrassed. Be, they may yeah. be embarrassed. They may be embarrassed because, th- regardless, the point is that the people giving them all this money—they're not really worried about that too much. Okay, because mm-hmm. obviously when you look at WWE's ratings, even though they're as low as they have ever been as far as SmackDown is concerned overall, as low as in Raw history or SmackDown history, but you look at other, you, you should take the microscope off of wrestling and look at the grand scheme of things. is still in the top five or top 10 every week as far as cable. And because they have consistently two and a half, three million viewers live every single week, that's, that's very valuable to television networks. When you see... Football leagues getting billion dollar TV deals, NBA getting billion dollar TV deals, NASCAR, MLS getting hundreds of millions of dollars for TV deals because it's live entertainment, it's live television, and that's at a premium for whatever reason. And I guess because live TV t- tends to draw more than tape TV, I guess. It depends on the show, I guess. Yeah. I
1: it's mean, Spectrum Live has better ratings than they did when they were taped, right? Right. So mm-hmm.
0: there's a premium on that, and TV companies. Are looking to buy up that content. They look, you know, they're looking. You look at ESPN; they buy, they kill just to have one wildcard playoff game. They spend the extra money just to get one playoff game, or maybe get one division, one playoff series in baseball or something like that. Like they spend tons of money. This is that's just the way it is. WWE got. Un- you going to be honest; they got underpaid last time they did the Rice deal. Like they should have been getting hundreds of millions and in, into the, almost close to a billion dollars for the television rights they cashed and they finally actually got what they kind of deserved. Mhm. When it comes to that. We put the content, what you think about the content aside, this is just this is almost like the going rate for a company like them who's producing live first-run television 52 weeks a year. They are very unique in that space. No one else does that. You know, the, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar business. They don't produce live television 52 weeks a year on network television or cable television. They have don't network that does it. But you catch my you see what I'm saying though. Yep. So WWE, yeah, I wasn't totally—I mean, I was surprised, obviously, when I saw it. But when you really think about it, it's really not that surprising. Of course, they should have gotten that. They should have been had that. It's surprising that SmackDown just by itself got a billion dollars. I figured all of WWE's programming together would have been a billion or so dollars or close to it. But hey, secure that bag, WWE. This that's, that's, that's what it's really all about. They didn't get rewarded for producing bad television. They got rewarded for producing good ratings, consistent ratings over the course of 52 weeks. That's what they got to the reward it for. Now, moving forward, this doesn't mean that WWE is just off the hook. They can do whatever they want because they're getting paid. You don't think that Fox or NBC Universal are going to be paying attention to the show now. They're paying for it now. They're paying big money for it now. So they're going to be paying attention to the show. And if those ratings dip a little bit more or they don't like what they see, they might just hold WWE more accountable. Because, hey, we're paying y'all a billion dollars and y'all produce this? Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, that money might hold WWE more accountable. And they never really dealt with Fox as far as a yeah. TV partner. They've dealt with you know USA, NBC, NBC Universal for years, going back to the 80s with NBC. But now we're with Fox. This is this is different. So there's a different right. partner, way more money at stake. Fox is going to want a good return. Which is good, though.
1: Because, I mean, it goes back to their, what I hope is they keep the brand split but there's actually a real competition. I hope they change the look of the show. I hope they, I hope SmackDown has a different set. I hope they bring back the fist, do something, bring, make it feel different than just the blue version of Monday Night Raw. Do I I really hope they go all out in making it a different looking and different feeling show. Like not necessarily like, Oh, I'm watching like a different iteration of impact wrestling, which is sometimes what it feels like when Samoa Joe closes out, closes out the show and AJ Styles appears all that. But, um, I that's my biggest hope is I I want them to treat these shows like two independent products that it doesn't even feel like you're watching the same company's TV shows. Well, that would be the that would be, be
0: ideal. I would uh, yeah. I agree with you. I I, I want that now. Forget if Fox has it, it'd be nice if WWE did that now, just to mm-hmm. give you a different presentation because you watch NXT and it's clearly run by different people. And that's yeah. the problem. Raw and SmackDown are run basically by the same people, not like the writing team necessarily, but. Miss McMahon, Kevin Dunn, and whoever else is in that television truck, they don't have two different teams with that. It's the same people, and they follow a a formula. Mm -hmm. And that formula, to be honest with you, I think is dated. I would love for them to just redo the whole thing instead of just, oh, we got new graphics or something like that. How about instead of doing the big screen and ramp for the entrance, do something different? Because they've been doing that for 20 years now when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Overall, you know, raw when they finally went to the big titantron and they that was 97 and they really kept that same look of course they changed over the years it's evolved but it hasn't really changed it's more or less like i said it's more or less evolved like a pokemon almost but mm-hmm. you look at it still big screen ramp you know the, the same look it's the same feel you don't you watch it now from week to week you know the show's gonna open with a promo then the match in the backstage segment and you know exactly pretty much the points where the match is going to go, to go, go into commercial. It feels very s- the same. And that's on both shows. Both shows have just minor differences. Like SmackDown only is the only show that has the picture-in-picture picture ads and stuff like that. But, like I said, both shows feel mostly the same. If, if I don't think it really matters if one show is on Fox and the other show is on another network. If the people at the powers that be are still running both shows, still producing both shows... I don't think you're going to see too many differences between both shows because that's how they run it. That's how they produce the show. Unless one network, let's say for, in this instance, Fox says, Hey, we want this show to feel different. Make it feel different.
1: That's, the only, really way can that.
0: that's the only way I can see that happen. I don't think WWE going to go out of their way to make it feel
1: different on their own. If that, if that was the case, oh, that they're saving had- money whenever they can, like right. no more pyro, no more right. basically. Oh, my favorite is still the word art on the Titan trons. Now, just, I, I cannot I believe that.
0: Tonight. I don't mind that because it probably takes time to produce a new video every six months. That takes time. That's good. Yeah, Take but the time. That takes that takes time and you can produce videos for other things. No, do that. Video. You're, not even barely, you're barely watching it on TV. Oh, I watch it all the time. The little, the it nice drives art. me
1: insane. I like the art better than just the video. It's
0: just a video. Like do you it's really? A, it's a video. Who cares? Have
1: you seen some of the NXT videos? Oh yeah, my but God. They, when they get
0: to the main roster, they get better. Like I mean, be they're better. not great. They they come better at least on the main roster. I'm not look it, like I said it takes more time to produce a video. And get, look, I get,
1: get I'm a gigantic it, dork for caring about that, but I care. Yeah, I I used to, but really
0: think about it in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter that much. I mean, I get. I mean, it doesn't.
1: You know, it, it's just an aesthetic thing, and I feel like it's just a laziness thing. And like I said, so, and this team, this look, company should not be penny pitching right now. They just got a big deal they just pyro should be there every week they actually didn't even sign. they hasn't even signed it. it's not even official yeah so they we didn't know
0: they didn't get that money yet and they there's a reason why that stuff is expensive to have pyro every single week you can sorry i'd be okay <laughs> i'd be okay if they just saved it for big events that's okay and i was like yeah i'm like how can they take away pyro but when you think about it, it's like you don't really necessarily need it every single week it's, it can don't even do
1: intros anymore for the TV shows like we're just in there like yeah, was it this week well, where it was just like Braun Strowman just came out at uh, that was this Monday where he just came out yeah. after the Memorial Day well, stuff and then like he when just you comes watch out there's no intro video there's no anything when you watch other forms of entertainment do
0: you get big pyro at the beginning of the game
1: I mean I get a TV intro. Yeah, and
0: WWE they typically do. that. I don't know why they don't do it every week. They sometimes do it. They give you. Isn't it weird? They Give you the uh, little raw intro, like. The, the, yeah. The, you know, they should do that. I can see that. I don't know why they would just dump you right in, but I don't know. The point is, is that production won't change if the same people are involved, and it, and it yeah. doesn't. It, that doesn't. That won't change That's at all. That's a good
1: point. I wonder if that will change if Fox is going to put their own people. I don't. I don't. That.
0: That's interesting. I don't see WWE giving up that power. Hmm to produce their show i don't think fox would do that who who, like fox is used to producing lives like normal live sports football basketball you know whatever not basketball necessarily but like baseball and college football
1: how excited are you for colin cowherd to do his top 10 wrestler power rankings
0: uh 20 the same guy who called wrestling fans booger eaters no
1: yes that's I happening, mean, by it, the way. He's it probably that. will. And he's, he'll have. They're ha- going to cover it,
0: it, yeah. it. It'll prove that he's just a, a shill for their network. For the network, <laughs> like whatever they tell him to do, he'll do it. But, and it, it'll be funny in that sense. And he'll just be, you know, bowing down to the network, to the people that pay him. Like, oh yeah, you didn't like wrestling. Well, now you have to do a whole list about wrestling.
1: Yeah, because wrestling's actually good. And I feel yeah. like I've been really negative on this. But like that's just been my biggest gripe, I think, in professional... like Not professional wrestling, because every promotion isn't suffering from this problem. But I will say, that has been the biggest issue with WWE right now, is that the lack of quality control just bothers me. From week to week, you never know who's showing up. You never know where things are going. Like, Look at the Authors of Pain. They're the latest example of a tag team that just got brought up, and they got rid of their manager, Paul O'Reilly. He's old, and I get why he didn't why it would not have made sense for him to be on the road with them all year and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I don't know. He, they're another tag team that were so good in NXT for a year and a half. And now it's just, they're kind of floundering. They're basically doing what the revival did a year ago.
0: WWE didn't have any plans for them, which is like, like I said, that, that just happens sometimes. And it's not good. It's just frustrating. It is frustrating
1: cause these guys are all talented and that's like, that's the other thing is like, there are so many talented people in this yeah. locker room that, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I hope Velveteen dream and ricochet stay in uh, NXT forever. Um, Jim Ross, he said that Braun Strowman will be the man in WWE in 2019. And, uh, I want to pose this question to you, Vaughn. Is he out of his fucking mind?
0: No, not at all. Okay, Make the case. He should be the man right now. Do you hear not his reaction? No, no,
1: no, no. Not the should. Will he be the oh, man? Oh, will he? 20- oh. Yeah, it's will, Whether, not should. Not should. Okay. He said will, not his Here's personal. Here's the thing. Like, it
0: yeah. really all depends on how WWE feels about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at that point. <laughs>
1: like, that was, Spoilers. Like, they'll still like him. That, that's the they'll only still thing. Like They'll still like him and they'll still like Lesnar. Brock Lesnar
0: sign an extension so, or something like that, so he's still to be around for a little bit longer. Yeah. But when it comes to Roman Reigns, how long will this experiment go? They gotta go with him eventually. They can't just ignore his reactions forever. They didn't do it with Daniel, they, they, their are handling sports. Daniel Bryan. His reactions it, are not as good as they were
1: six months ago. He just came back like two or three months ago. Wait, who are you talking about, Strowman? Strowman. Yeah, I'm talking about Daniel. Yeah, Bryan, but no, 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 no. no. Oh. I'm talking about Strowman. Bryan's yeah, reactions are still strong, but Stroman, they got Strowman
0: doing a lot of comedy. He's not in the top. He's not in the top program right now.
1: It's, it's he the created him with Bobby Lashley, which I think was like that hurt him. my personal sabotage.
0: Sure, I think that hurt him a little bit because Bobby Lashley brings nothing to the table besides he's a good wrestler. I like Bobby Lashley in the ring. They've done awful by him as far as creative. Oh, my God. Awful well, by Bobby Lashley. It's a shame. Uh, it's criminal that they had him and Sami Zayn. Like, OK, that's a good idea. Let's put them together. You can get some hella matches out of those two because the clashing of styles. I'm here for it. And then they roll out that creator for those two guys. And it's like, that's criminal what they've done with Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. They're too talented to have that yeah. crap. But back to Strowman. Again, the creative isn't there, and the people will get behind it. They like Strowman. They still like Strowman, but they really liked him when he was tearing stuff up and when he was involved in the top angles, when he was beating up Brock Lesnar, when he was beating up Roman Reigns, And he wasn't Mr. Nice Guy. Now right. he's, they've given him a softer side, which I can see you do that in spots, but not consistently.
1: Mm-hmm. Get, he also lost to Brock Lesnar in a terrible title match that went like right. twelve minutes and no was, mercy. Last that year. was
0: last October or September. People can could have got. He lost by his now. feud
1: to Roman Reigns he's, last year.
0: He's not the only person that lost to Brock Lesnar. So
1: that's the that's the thing about that. He, people he could bounce back. But it was also that. not a match I want to see again. Like I have no interest in seeing. And that I, ever
0: And again. I understand that. But I'm saying he could he could easily bounce back from that. But it's, I think it's harder to bounce back from winning the tag title with the little kid at WrestleMania, doing so much comedy, not like. Little subtle comedy, but like overt comedy, which is I'm, I'm not here for overt comedy with Braun I'm I could
1: I could rock with subtle. and he's too catchphrazy right now. Like, the he's even saying it too much. Like, it's even worse when people like talk, like, get, he has his own nickname. Like, it's one thing when the rocks uh like uses his name in third person, it's another when um, the get these hands just is something just you can just tell it's not an organic thing I mean, for him to say. Like, we'll say
0: that, feels though. Weird. He I can see Braun coming up with that. They probably don't have him say it in good spots, like the way he's scripted to say it. It doesn't feel natural, but that feels forced. Yeah, I feel like that's something he came up with, and people say that you don't want to get these hands. Like that's something that people say.
1: Oh no, it's not the catchphrase in general. Like it's yeah. smart, but it's just over branding. Where Michael well, Cole's always yelling, "The monster," among that's, men. That's and then Braun will work that into his promos all the time. He'll every promo he'll mention that he's a monster and that he's gonna get these hands.
0: That's, it's every WW's model is and I can see it, I can see how it, where it works in certain instances, but I can see where it doesn't work. In a lot of instances, more is more. And they like to beat you over the head with stuff. I and mean, they do yeah. this thing. The big dog! The, it's boss time! Every time South sounds like a bank makes an entrance, it's boss time. That's the same, yeah. It's the same exact thing every single week. The big dog! Um, Seth, what do they call it? The Kingslayer, Seth Rollins. I mean, it's yep. just, It's. it's a, I understand why they do it. It's branding. It's you know, you can put that on but the you T-shirt. You
1: can't do it for everybody yeah, all the time. It's, like it's just—it's everybody's got one, which yeah.
0: doesn't make it special. And they do it; it's repetitive over and over and over again. So, but that's WWE style, man. More is more. The more we say it, the more it'll be ingrained. We know it because they say it all the time. So I can easily yeah. roll off Big Dog, Boss, Kingslayer, Slayer, Monster Among Men. Uh it's they like also the, stuff. the Architect. Uh, what else do they call? It? Who other names? Uh, uh, the Beast, Black uh, Lesbian, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Uh, Rowdy Nia Ronda, Jax. Ronda Finn uh, Balor. What is, They're trying to pin Finn, Finn Balor that? with the, uh, the, the the extraordinary man that does extraordinary things or whatever. Uh, you got the Mute you of know, the Battle Club, and Finn, uh, Nia Jax was the, uh, the, it
1: was the Irresistible Force, something like that? Or yeah, not- something, yeah, I think it's uh, Irresistible Force. That
0: something right. like that. They even put mm-hmm. it up on the screen. It's, that's her screen thing now, the Irresistible Force or whatever. Then you got uh, the goddess Asuka. You got the. Is it yeah? No, the goddess uh, Alexa Bliss, Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar, the Queen Charlotte. Like they, we know these. It things, never ends, right? We know these things because they just roll them off every single week. So maybe it works. Regishe even got one, the one and only. Yeah, which is actually kind of cool. I actually like that. But they're going to say it's it. So, fine,
1: he is a good entrance. Right, they're going to say
0: it so much when he gets in yes. roster, it's going to be going to be sick of it. <laughs> like. that's the only problem does
1: adam cole not have one yet let's really let's hope he never gets one he doesn't need one it's just baby that's what he needs yeah exactly um but back to Strowman a little bit like i will just say there is no way braun Strowman is the guy in 2019 Like, like, i'm already kind of concerned about where he's gonna be on the card six months from now because i still don't see a path for him to get the title this year and vaughn you can confirm I've been banging the Braun Strowman is never getting the title drum, and these people who jump into like Strowman's the guy, Strowman's this. I'm like, it doesn't matter how we feel about this person. I still don't think Braun Strowman has top guy. Braun I think he's a he's good. I like is
0: Strowman. a top guy. He's, he's not. He's cape. Yes, he is. He's he's a top guy right now. People Wait, okay, this is a good question like he's top guy. He's Can a I pose spot. this to you?
1: Yes. Can I pose? It? Is he a better top guy than Kevin Owens? Does he have more
0: options? Does that make does that not make him a top guy? Because not better than Kevin Owens necessarily. Or
1: well, no, I'm saying like I'm I'm trying to figure out where people see him as because I think Kevin Owens is the best okay. WWE professional wrestler. And what I mean by that is he has literally everything you need to either be a top babyface or a top heel. You have the in ring work. He has literally everything. Kevin Owens is just he's still my pick to be the one. Like I wish. He was the one to beat Brock Lesnar because it would actually make a lot of sense if they had Sammy help him win, and, like they did something really dastardly and awful to take down Lesnar, and you go full circle because he was the universal title right. holder uh, not too long ago, and you can trust him on the mic every single week. You can trust him in the ring. You can trust. He even sold for Braun Strowman a couple weeks ago where he did that flip when Braun Strowman just did it. Oh, he did it show. like
0: six weeks in a row. It seemed like <laughs> like yeah, he by does cars.
1: everything you want. But His Braun thing Strowman, about Strowman yeah. though. He is a top guy. He has a, all the top guys. Well, I guess I should guy. say, would you rather build around Kevin Owens, or who just signed a new contract? Another, We don't know the details, but we know he just signed a new contract. Would you rather build around Kevin Owens on Monday Night Raw for the next five years as your top guy or Braun Strowman? Because I think, I still think it's Owens. I don't know.
0: Whoever makes me the most money is what I'm building around. I don't think it can go wrong okay. either way. Strowman, I think he, can go wrong. Here's the reason why Strowman, I think, will and you know, he definitely can win win the championship, win the universal title or whatever. There's two titles. So that leaves you look at the title history of both titles, there's always guys who probably are lesser guys, but they eventually get the title. Jack Swagger was a world champion. Jack Swagger can be a world champion. Braun Strowman can be a world champion.
1: I'm not saying he can't. It's more of like would he be the guy? And I just I don't think he will. And I think it's still gonna be Roman Reigns. Like all this is moot because Roman Reigns is eventually going to get that title and they're still going to treat him as the biggest deal on Monday Night Raw for the... Like, Roman Reigns is still pretty young and they're not giving up on this. Like, I don't see a scenario where the guy who's main evented half a decade of WrestleManias in a row is going to just fall out of favor. It's just not going to happen. As long as Vince McMahon runs Monday Night Raw, that is not happening. So... The guy stuff with Braun Strowman, it's just I want it to stop because these fans are just no, it's not going to happen. I think it will. I think Drew McIntyre, I think, has a better shot of being the guy on Raw in 2019 than Braun Strowman. Is that a take? I have a take. There it is.
0: That's a that's a flaming hot take. I'm not saying Drew McIntyre isn't capable of being a champion. I think he's deserving as well. He's you know, but I think Braun Strowman. I guess he like Vince McMahon
1: looks at him and looks at the way Drew McIntyre has just improved his look, his in-ring work and everything, that he's just like, oh, this guy. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I could see I, it. I could
0: see I could see Strowman getting there before Drew McIntyre, but that doesn't mean Drew McIntyre would never get there.
1: All right. That's fair. Um, anything else on Strowman? I feel like... I, and let me be clear. I like Braun Strowman. I just don't think he has a chance of being the guy in 2019, like Jim Ross suggested. Um... Who do you think is a better main, a better chance of succeeding on the main roster between two of my favorite NXT guys right now, Velveteen Dream or Ricochet? Because
0: I've, oh, yeah, I've gone back and forth on this.
1: Yeah, I've gone
0: back and forth. As much as I like Velveteen Dream, and I think he's super talented, mm-hmm. I think he, he's capable of being the guy. But I can see WWE him getting to the main roster and being like a like an uh, Adam Rose very quickly.
1: I am terrified and I'm, 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 of Vince I'm McMahon getting him. his hands on Velveteen. He might like him. He
0: could either be Goldust and be a top guy. Goldust for a while there was a top guy in WWE. Let's not sleep on Goldust's initial run. When he was IC champion and then top fuse Undertaker and stuff like that. He could be Goldust or he could be Adam Rose.
1: Or Orlando Jordan.
0: Or Orlando Jordan, whatever. But not Goldust, essentially. The opposite. So, I had to... The... the, the, the my initial thought would be Ricochet. Ricochet, I think, has a lot of charisma. I don't know if he's a great talker. I think Velveteen Jim is a better talker. Ricochet, I would give the in-ring work to the not too slightly. But I think that because he's more of a normal character, I think Vince could wrap his head around Ricochet more than Velveteen. But I think he I think he'll like Velveteen because he's a character. He can he can get creative with him. He might try to pull some stuff out of Ricochet that people might like might not want to see. People want to see Ricochet go out there and wrestle and do amazing feats of athleticism. But Vince might see him and say, I need to pull some type of character out of him. I need to make him funny or something, something out of him that he he would try to maybe get him outside of his element because that's what he does. He likes getting guys outside of their element just to see how they, how they would do, how they would fare. There's
1: a 0% uh, chance that Vince McMahon watches NXT every week, I would say. And I just, his track record speaks for itself. And I think you can't avoid that when you talk about Velveteen Dream on the main roster. And I, I'm i genuinely concerned. Um, I want to keep him in NXT for as long as humanly possible because I really don't trust him on the main roster. And thankfully, he is still outrageously young. He's 22 right now, which is insane considering how polished he is and just how good he is at this age, like yeah. he hasn't even hit his prime yet and he's already just a superstar. Um I love Dream and I just obviously love Ricochet. Like, did you see Ricochet like dive out of the ring um to face uh Velveteen Dream during their uh promo this week on NXT?
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable.
1: Like it's just insane. Like these two are just it, it was such a good idea to pair these two together. And it's getting the best out of both of them, and I can't wait for their match in NXT. But I, I also love that that's going to be a match in NXT, and um, the title match is going to be Lars Sullivan versus Alistair Black. And, uh, oh, wow. That could be fun. And, Lars Sullivan. No, it can't. Do you like Lars? I do
0: like Lars. He's a big guy. Okay. He's, a good, he's good for him, especially for a big guy. He's very good for a big guy. And he works well with smaller guys. That match they had it last week, the triple threat, was very good. He works Over well under. with smaller guys. I like the match he had with Cash's Ono oh, from months ago. Oh, but that was no. a very good match at NXT yeah.
1: Takeover. Yeah, no, that was
0: awful. Oh, no, that was no. great. That was oh, great. You like it. Yeah, oh, no. he works pass. He works very well with smaller guys. He'll work. I think he'll work very well with Alice. Like, I I this doesn't
1: feel right to me. There's just it doesn't it doesn't pass the sniff test for me. Lars I, Sullivan doesn't feel like him. like uh, it doesn't feel. Genu- I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I just. You have so much talent on NXT right now. For him to get a title match at a takeover is just
0: well, there's eh, a thing. Your reach. You gotta for, for one, you gotta get to if you you gotta do Velveteen Dream versus Rick, versus Rick. Like, That's a match that has to happen like now. Like, that, yes, so for sure. who else do you go to if you got those two guys in the match together? EC three, not not yet,
1: not yet. Okay,
0: that's that's maybe for Brooklyn. This is still just money to make. This is this. Is, I give NXT the benefit of the doubt way more before I give WWE the benefit of the doubt. They do save things for big shows, and you you all know that Brooklyn is like their WrestleMania. Yeah. So the bigger match is Austin Black versus EC3. Save that mm-hmm. for Brooklyn. In the meantime, you can give R. Sullivan a title shot. Title shot. He can lose, but still look hella good in that in that in defeat. And it, it lends him credibility to get for one, get a title shot, and for two, look very good. You can still it, 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 they don't really bury people in NXT. They still make people look good, even in defeat. They do it—they do it so well. Tommaso Ciampa lost his first match back. He lost nothing because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like he lost his first match back, clean, and no one says, "Oh, Tommaso Ciampa's getting buried." Let that happen in WWE. It's—it's it's just the way they do things differently. But it's NXT, so you give them the benefit of the doubt, and you know it's going to play out. It's a longer story. Like I said, you can't go to Champa with Alistair Black because he's tied up with Ciampa, the Gargano still. You can't go you know, Ricochet, Velveteen, Dream. So the next best option, I guess, is Lars Sullivan because Adam Cole is the North American champ. He's going to have his own thing going with that. The rest of Undisputed is the tag champ. So he's his own thing going with that. Who else is there? Lars Sullivan. Seems like a good candidate to me. Big guy, very intimidating, puts Alistair in Black in in a precarious position. He's the underdog. How will he fend off the big monster, Lars Sullivan? That story writes itself. That's an easy story. And I think people believe in Lars Sullivan because he's so big and so jacked. And I think he's very good. I mean, I that, your opinion, you, you don't like it so much. But I think him and Alistair Black could have a really good match together.
1: Over under six months before he is a comedy jobber on the main roster, once he's called up. Well... I don't know. I just think it's a waste of time to build him up on NXT because there is zero chance that that guy's not a comedy act. That's anybody. No, I don't think that's true. When is the last time WWE really cashed in with an NXT call-up? That's fair, but I'm saying like a comedy big guy job. I don't think they make him a comedy. So many times they could. They do. They do it with Braun Strowman, obviously. But yeah, I mean, he just feels like Kozlov 2.0 to me.
0: Nah, I like. I like Kozlov toward before he left too. By the way, Uh, when he first got there, I didn't like him because he was fine but he was a good, he was a good work. He's pretty good in the ring. I like do you think Sullivan. We're ever
1: going to get to Alistair Black versus Ciampa for the title. Cause I feel like at some point you have to put I the title on Ciampa. Maybe if you want to do Gargano beating him for it.
0: Uh, I don't think uh, it's he's necessary. Once. I don't think it's necessary for either one of them to have a title. I think they can go to, in it, to, to the main roster before, without it. Or
1: that's a good question. I, I'm not sure.
0: Because this feud, this is such a blood feud. They might... Where do you go besides the championship?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. I think maybe Ciampa beats Gargano. Like Ciampa has to beat Gargano in their next match. Like He has to. And then... I think maybe you move them... Maybe... It's tough. I I really don't think there's a great answer here. But they're telling a great story with that. With Gargano injuring Candice LeRae and all this other stuff. Like, there's just... It's compelling still, and it's one of my favorite things going in wrestling, and I love Chompa. But I just think there is money in making him NXT champion.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. He's, NXT TakeOver he's, for, the like, NXT, he's the best heel NXT. He's the best heel NXT has ever had, and he's only had like one
1: match as a I think he's the best heel in WWE right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That reaction he got with no entrance music and everything in the main event of TakeOver... Just um, a few months ago, it was you can't, unreal. Something that you
0: rarely see in, in any promotion in today. Because I'm even glad like I saw it live, even like it Ring was... of Honor or yeah. New Japan, like or maybe New Japan, you'll see it, but not to that extent. That was nuclear. But yes. especially in Ring of Honor, where especially if you if you, if you're in that promotion, you're like almost a babyface to everybody. Unless they literally like genuinely don't like you because you they don't think you're a good wrestler or something like that. That's how you get booed. But for the most part, like everybody that's going to be on the All In Show. Everybody, I think, is going to get cheered because they're on all in and they think they're in the cool part of wrestling, you know, like, like Cody Rhodes, the cool, the cool with Young Bucks. So we like you too. You're cool by association. So you're going right. to get cheered. You don't see anyone get that type of reaction. And it's not like we genuinely hate you because we don't like your talent level. We
1: just, we're just yeah. we so invested in this story. It's not an mm-hmm. expat, Keith. It's yeah. like we respect how good of a story this right. is and, and how good of a heel you're and being. Because we.
0: We are so invested, we are going to boo the hell out of you. And that's something right. you don't see. Because I'm, I'm almost certain everyone in that arena that night in New Orleans, they're, they're fans of Tamaul's champion. They respect his talent. But they're so into that story that they, you know, it, it, was, it, was, un, it was an amazing thing to see because you don't see it that much anymore because either you, you're never good enough of a heel that you won't, that you, no one's so good of a heel that they just get booed all the time. Even Kevin Owens gets cheered. You know what I'm saying? Sami Zayn gets cheered every now and then, so he gets cheered by no one. That's Champa. That's great.
1: He's fantastic. Um, is Andrade seeing Almas feuding with Sin Cara a good idea right now?
0: I don't see why not. I think they had some really okay. good matches together. Uh, they're they're doing the whole mask. Thing. I don't know if you saw Sin Cara's tweet from earlier. We talked about how he got uh, Almas got unmasked in CMLL. I think yep. that's pretty cool to bring that up. Uh, and get some Sin some Cara something to do, and it gives Almas a win, in his first like thing to do. Okay. So yeah, why not? And they can have some really good matches together. I mean, I I think Almas is incredible. I've always, as soon as he turned heel, I was on the Almas train.
1: Well, he's gotten a lot better. We got to see a lot more. And Selena Vega adds just... so
0: much to that character. He doesn't have to they talk. Can never much. split them up, right? And I'm glad they didn't when he got to the main roster. Yeah. I think got he could have cross. <laughs> I, yeah, I think he could have a good. Match. I think that's the reason why they're saving Nikki Cross. I think she might still go up with Sanity.
1: Really? I, Even after what happened to seed this week,
0: she's going to get an NXT title shot, but the women's title shot. But that happens in a couple of weeks.
1: I think she's going to win it.
0: Nah, she's not being Shayna page This Shayna is like, I don't think so. Second title defense. Yeah, she's not well, going to no, lose. I, it.
1: I guess it would be her second. Yeah, yeah. This is after Dakota.
0: Right. She's not going to lose it that fast. So no, Nikki Cross is not going to win. But point uh-huh. is that I just I don't think she is. Point is, is that about almas is that uh he can have i think he can have good matches with pretty much anyone but he can have really good matches if he's with a guy who's similar in style i think who kind of gets his style more than other people and that's sin card that your style
1: do you know who he could not have a good match with who's that jinder mahal because nobody can have a good match with jinder well mahal. we gotta see it first we gotta see yeah. i think no we don't i think not gotta see no it we first. don't Why would you even put that out in the open? No, I think Almas is so good. I'm deleting this part of the podcast. I I match you might like with Jinder Mahal. No, I'm deleting all that. (laughs) The The last thirty seconds gone. Just in case there's a WWE writer listening to this. No, um, couple things real quick, and then we'll go. Do you have any thoughts on the Enzo stuff?
0: Uh, That song was trash.
1: Uh, Agreed. It got one million views. Yeah, because people
0: wanted to see what he what he was up to and see if he had some bars, and he did not uh no. the beat was not great it wasn't the worst part the of the song are so stupid his flow and his delivery aren't good the lyrics were bad too I, I was hoping that at the very least i wasn't banking on him having bars but at least have a good flow and a good delivery about you that could help you and that could salvage. you know you see a lot of rappers nowadays they don't have good bars but they got a good flow they got a good delivery they can get in that pocket and sometimes good flow is all you know sometimes that can make a a lyric, so, a bar so much hotter than what it is because you just ro- you rode that beat. He didn't even ride that beat, which wasn't great to begin with, but he didn't help the song at all. Uh That's just coming from a straight lyrical standpoint. It's nothing against Enzo at all. If he had bars, I'd give him all the credit in the world. He does not. Try again, Enzo. It was not good.
1: No, do not try again. He he will.
0: <laughs> just do better. I think somebody like that, he might have some musical talent, just not there. Just go back to the drawing board, try again. It was just
1: some of that stuff was just gross.
0: The one thing yeah. I didn't like among other things, I want to talk about how he, you know, he's he cleared his name and all that stuff. He talk about the the alleged assault that, you know, he didn't get charged
1: for. Yep. But we don't know. And we need to be clear. We have yeah. no idea what happened there. We will never know.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying, but technically by the letter of the law, he didn't get, not get charged for that. Yeah. So in his, you know, he can say I'm in the clear for that. But the one thing I really didn't like, besides that, is that he kind of made fun of wrestling fans in the beginning.
1: That felt very outdated. Just like, oh, I'm going to attack. Like, he, I think he even said Marks in the song, right? Didn't he call him Marks? I, I, the
0: point is, these are your fans, dude. These are that's the reason why you got a million views. This, these are the people who know you. Like yep. these fans, you just
1: made fun of. They made you famous. But also the people that are commenting, like hating it, like this dude regardless of what you think of him and i i have thoughts on enzo the person and the wrestler but i think he's still like one of the top draws in professional wrestling i think this guy's name i don't know just i i I mean we'll see what happens i mean six months from now i don't know like if he's on impact and how that changes things or whatever
0: no one could change anything on impact sorry (sighs) no I, I like and I, doing it's good impact. Things. It's just I like yeah, it's, Jr. There and it's I love nothing against impact. It's just no one person going to dramatically change that company's fortunes for the better. It, 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 I it don't takes know where he's time. going,
1: but I will say it seems like his name is just people are going to click on Enzo Amores. Well, I, I don't know I if it will continue for a couple this, of years, but for right now, he's still just
0: this. I think people still click this out gross. of relevance. I think he's still click this out of curiosity. It's the first thing we've seen from him since he was. Released from WWE months ago, so I just out of pure curiosity for this instant, yeah, we, we, we I checked it out because I just wanted to see, hey, does one is Enzo got bars? does he have talent? Does he have talent? And for two, what has he been up to? What does he look like? What is he doing? You know, like it's a curiosity factor.
1: People I like, have no idea where he goes from here. I really don't.
0: The thing, his thing about
1: Enzo, is that he was over when he moved the company,
0: so it's not like you know he's a nobody. He was over, so of course people are going to check it out right now. That don't mean they're going to check it out. A month or two from now, because now we got a, we got a chance to see what he what he what he can do. It ain't that much. He's like, well, I ain't giving him the second chance. A lot of people don't give second chances. So, That's fair. So I don't. That don't mean just because he got we'll a million views on World Star this time doesn't mean it's going to happen next time.
1: Yeah, um, we'll see. Last thing, and then we'll go. What did you make of the uh, TV this week? Anything really stand out for you?
0: Uh, I thought Rob was really bad again. I actually did not watch all this week, uh, so okay. I guess I you didn't miss anything. I didn't miss anything.
1: Nope.
0: Uh, I did like the six-man tag on SmackDown with New Day and The uh, mm-hmm. Miz
1: and The Bar. That was good. And the I watched, main event was really good with Joe.
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: Ty Dillinger was back for a little bit.
0: Yep, and I did and I did watch 205 Live because they had Cedric versus, uh, what's his name, Ooh, Buddy I Murphy. love
1: Buddy uh, Murphy.
0: That was a really good match, and they pulled out some moves, some very unique offense in that match, and I was like, wow, this is – I haven't watched 205 Live in a while, and I've been missing out. Those two can go. I'll admit that I've been missing out. They've really – and I like how it's more contained now. They don't really put out the, here's a 205 Live match on Raw anymore they right. it's contained unit and then uh, they, they might not the wrestlers might not want to do that because they probably want to work more They probably want another date on the calendar and get another paycheck well
1: it's also just like the raw creative team obviously has nothing like there's no crossover right. between the two so they're just like oh here's a random cruiserweight tag team match but that has nothing to do with the nothing
0: and, and they just they just told it out there and they just yeah. it admit nothing doomed to fail it's every off, time right but i not doing it but I do like what they're doing in NXT, making it more... You can tell it's Triple H is the, the mind behind it. Right. Because he's I hope he's they do it at the pay-per-view.
1: They, I hope we get part two, Murphy versus I Alexander. We'll I hope it makes the card. But you can definitely tell it's a
0: more serious product. They definitely got rid of all the, the shenanigans they had before. It looks they like NXT Yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. NXT. They got the guys doing sit-downs, talking to the camera. I wish WWE did that a lot more. They don't have to do the in-ring promos or the backstage promos. I get why they do it sometimes, but... When they do the sit downs, they like do them horribly. Like, like with Bobby Lashley, talking about his sisters, it's like, ah, uh. uh, yeah, yeah. The so, Mustafa
1: Ali promos, by the way, ten out of ten. Love that guy. Yeah, like they
0: did. They, they're doing things right onto a Live. I can't hate on that at all. Uh, so yeah, that, I did check out that. Other than that, I, you know, I can SmackDown and and Two of Five Live. I didn't, I didn't catch Raw at all.
1: You don't have to catch up. Just read the results and you're fine. I promise you didn't. miss that. <laughs> Oh, Sasha Banks won the gauntlet. I saw that. I I saw that push alert. I can see that. Von Johnson, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. Hey, thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, Let's do this again soon. And we can find you on Twitter at Von M. Johnson. We can listen to you on the Straight Shooters Radio uh, with friend of the pod, Nick Bacone. And uh, go check out the Eagles and uh, all your great work there. And don't forget about uh, watching what... um, Let's see. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is eating these days.
0: Yeah, I'll check it out. You know, they—they're normal human beings. They eat okay. regular food. You know, they eat the same food I'm eating because it's all the same food that's available to us. Like I said, I'm probably eating more of it because I don't have—I'm not watching my weight. <laughs> we'll well, we also
1: might be able to get them on the pod. Let's see if we have some wrestling fans in the Eagles locker room. And they
0: can- there are, there are. I, I can I okay. can promise you that, especially when Vin- well, he was with the team. Vinny Curry was with the team. He's not with the team anymore, He's with the Buccaneers. But he was a He's huge closer to me now. He's a huge wrestling fan. Really? Yeah, Vinny Curry's a big wrestling fan. I think Chris Long is a big wrestling fan too, because I remember seeing a picture of him wearing an old school Sting shirt. Not not Crow Sting, but Surfer Sting. Which is like, Oh, oh. you gotta be a you gotta be a fan. That's like Paul that Orndoff Ornd- off
1: versus uh <laughs> Surfer Sting at like nineteen ninety three yeah. W C W uh yeah. What Was that? Did they do Hog? Did they have a match at Hogwild? I'm not I don't. Sure. I don't. No, really
0: you know a real fan when he's got a Surface Sting shirt on, not the Crow Sting. Everybody knows about the Crow Sting, but not everybody knows about Surface Sting. At least not today. So, surface Sting
1: was good. Yeah, I like Surface Thing.
0: I'm saying like he he had a Surface Sting shirt on. They do. Yeah. They they were impersonating Steve Austin at the, at the parade and stuff like that. You know they're doing Give Me a Hell Yeah. So okay. there's, there's some fans in Lockham Lane Johnson's on Steve Austin's podcast. He said some things about other teams that we won't discuss here, but he's a big wrestling fan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. That made that made national news uh, when he said about the other teams, but mm. uh, yeah, so, you know, we got some fans on the team. Cool.
1: All right, Vaughn. Bon, I appreciate it, and uh, let's talk again soon.
0: I'm here for it, man. Nobody builds 5G.